Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very special edition of the Backfield Boys. It is Super Bowl week. Finally, this is yours truly, Brendan. And as always, I'm joined by Jackson Kelly and Lucas Kochevar. How's it going, fellas? Chilling. Super Bowl week. Yes, sir. We got the Rams. We got the Bengals. Now, a few of us did expect the Rams to make it this far, but the Bengals, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I picked the Rams won the Super Bowl. It was a bad pick, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure we all had the Rams winning like four, five, six games this year, max. The Bengals, you mean? The Bengals, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I had them winning five. Yeah, I didn't have. I mean, I think we like at least I thought the biggest win they could have had this season was Joe being healthy. Yeah, and now they're in the Super Bowl, so they obviously blew past expectations for everyone. I don't think anyone had them. I don't. I don't even think people in Cincinnati had them going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and even going into the playoffs, I mean, them winning the division was super impressive, but they only went 10-7, and so them winning the division was more about the Ravens' injuries, you know, the Steelers barely scraping in, the Browns kind of collapsing. They didn't didn't dominate in the regular season. They had some big wins, but I feel like their playoff run has been a huge, huge shock because a lot of people had them losing to the uh, Raiders. Well, see, I had them, like, well, I mean, I picked them every game this year, but... No, you did. No, I got to give that to you. You picked them the entire way. Like, gut, like, now the Chiefs was just a gut pick. Like I said, my heart was saying Bengals, but my mind was saying uh, Chiefs. But the other ones, I genuinely thought they were a better team than the Raiders and the Titans. So, yeah, for me, I felt like the Titans were a better team in pretty much every aspect. But the problem was Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he threw three picks. He completely just tanked that game. And Joe Burrow was clutch. I mean, that team, they kind of answered the bell where the Titans didn't. And the Titans had nine sacks. So, I mean, they were getting the pressure on Joe Burrow. They were having success, but Joe Burrow kept getting back up and making the plays to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like the, I, the, the Chiefs game, too. I mean, the defense stepped up at the end. Insanely stepped up. No, yeah. The defense yeah. is why they won the Chiefs game. There's no doubt. I mean, they made Yatrick look <laughs> Yeah, they really lo- they really locked in. I think the Bengals are like they're a product of a team getting hot at the right time, and they got hot at the perfect time. It's like I think it starts with the Chiefs, like the regular season win they had against the Chiefs. Like they they were down in that game early, they rallied all the way back, and ended up winning that game, and that you know clinched the AFC North, and then they just kind of like sailed on from there, and they've been riding this high, you know, off the back of Joe Burrow and. You know, like we said, the defense has been making unbelievable plays as well to kind of keep them in games when you know the offense is, you know, driving down the field and throwing it up to Jamar and T. Higgins every time. Okay, so speaking of the Bengals' defense, how do we think they're going to fare against the Rams' offense? Because I mean, you got Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell, Jackson's man Cam Akers out there. I mean, they got a super dangerous <laughs> offense. So how do you think that those two units step, stack up against each other? Well, every time they give the ball to Cam Akers, you can just point it towards the Bengals, dude. That's a joke. <laughs> Butterfinger Cam Akers. Yeah, dude. He'd be a solid CFL player. But, I mean, it just <laughs> depends which Matt Stafford shows. And, honestly, you got to put Sean McVay in this boat, too. I mean, he d- blew the last Super Bowl. And not in terms of, like, <sighs> blown it like Kyle Shanahan did. Like, he sucked. 
I mean, the defense was great. It's just Jared Goff. I mean, he was such a young player in such a big stage. I mean, I feel like he just kind of came apart. I think you can say I, that about Sean McVay. He was a young yeah. coach on a big stage. Yeah, that's true. I think they both kind of just were inexperienced, and Belichick is the mastermind. And I think you give him two weeks of prep time there against a guy who's there for the first time. Seems pretty obvious to figure him out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think he'll be better, but there's not a lot of experience in the Super Bowl at all. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, I think the Rams have a veteran team, but many of them haven't been to the Super Bowl because, I mean, they've had a lot of roster changes since the last team that played the Patriots. So it's going to be interesting. But one thing I will say is having Vaughn Miller on that defense is huge. Because not only do you have Sean Robinson, not only do you have one of the greatest NFL players of all time and Aaron Donald on the defensive line, but the acquisition of Vaughn Miller, which remember you guys said when they acquired Vaughn Miller that he wasn't going to make much of an impact. And I tried to tell you, you bring a guy in there, a Super Bowl MVP, a guy with that pedigree, with that experience, onto a team that's aspiring for a championship, it makes a big impact. And I feel like Von Miller in this game is poised to go off because we know that Bengals O-line is not for real. We've seen it time and time and time again. I mean, Joe Burrow, even in the playoffs, has been running for his life. And while they've been winning games, like I said, nine sacks against the Titans, the biggest plays Joe Burrow made against the Chiefs were all on his legs. He was running for those first downs. I mean, there were two that stick out in my memory where he tucked tuck the ball in, ran it, you know, 10, 15 yards, got the first down, and extended those Bengals drives. Because if he doesn't extend those two drives, the Chiefs probably win that football game. We're talking about a completely different Super Bowl. So I feel like eventually, you know, that offensive line cannot – cannot buy enough time for Joe Burrow to even run forever because there's just so many talented defensive players in that front seven for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. but none of them are Joe Burrow, though. <laughs> I'm serious. I, yeah, I feel like – I mean, I feel like if he can survive that mindset game against the Titans, I think he can do anything. Because the bar from that is they have to go get double-digit sacks, and I don't – and the Rams were fantastic on that D line, but I just don't see them getting double digit sacks in the Super. That's just that's absurd. And so, I feel like he, Joe Burrow's seen the worst of it now. So I, I mean, I don't say it's going to be easy, but you know, when you've seen it all, I mean, at least seen a good amount of you know pressure coming your way, and you come out of it, you know, things seem a little bit clearer. And I think that's that'll help out Joe Burrow and that that offensive line. I mean. I mean, you've been at the worst, so it can only go up from here. And one thing I think a lot of people are sleeping on about the Bengals is their defense because they only allowed 22 points per game this year, and they shut down the Chiefs' offense. They shut down Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey in that second half. So if they're able to contain Matthew Stafford, like you said, Jackson, if he kind of comes out, struggles, throws a couple picks, the Bengals have a good good chance. I just feel like the Bengals have to show up and play great defense out of the gate and give their offense good field position because I just think it's going to be too hard for the Bengals to drive the ball 75 yards every other drive to try to win because the that Rams defense just has so much talent on it. I feel like the Bengals defense is going to have to step up, give the offense good field position and give them something to work with. Yeah. But also in terms of skill players, like across the board, I'm taking the Bengals. Really? Yeah. 
over the Rams? Are you talking about skill players that like like the entire team? No, 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 no. I'm talking like offensive skill players. Ooh. Okay. So, so all right. Real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you um, this player versus that player, and you're gonna tell me which one both of you would take. Okay. Okay, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? Burrow. Burrow on this run. I gotta agree. I think I'd go with Burrow as well. Okay, Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Okay, I agree. Cooper Cup. T. Higgins or Odell? Odell. Yep. See, I think T. Higgins, like overall, he had a better season, but I'd probably take Odell as well. So right now we have two in favor of the Bengals, one for the Rams. Obviously, I think we'd all take Joe Mixon yes. <laughs> over Cam Akers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, I'm pretty sure that all of us would take the tight end group for the Rams over the tight end group for the Bengals. Although Azuma had a really good season, I feel but like see, Tyler Higby is out. better. Like, who, 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 Tyler Boyd is real. Yeah, I was okay, gonna say, okay. if you go Tyler Boyd to Van Jefferson, Tyler I'm Boyd. Tyler is, Boyd. Tyler like, Boyd might the be the thing about the Rams the best slots. is like, yeah, Cooper Cup and Odell are like, like if it like, I mean, if I was doing Madden ratings, I'd have both of them in like the mid nineties. I think Odell would probably be like a ninety-one or a ninety-two, and Cooper would probably like a ninety-six or ninety-seven. Okay, at least but for what me. I'm saying is like, I would have Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T Higgins all around that eighty-seven to ninety range. That's fair. So, like, them three right there, the tight end gap is not that big. It's not. Because, I mean, they both can make big plays. I mean, Uzuma showed that in the regular season. He had some games where he went off, like, two touchdowns, like, 100 yards. But then other games would be, like, you know, one reception, five yards. So, you never really know what you're going to get. The gap between quarterback is not that big. The gap between running back is a freaking, you know, Grand Canyon. (laughs) It's big. Yeah. So that's why I was just saying, skill-wise, I would take the Bengals team. Now, there's players on the Rams I would rather have, but just as a unit as whole, I'm taking the Bengals. Now, one thing I do think you have to consider, though, is the defense they're going against. Because while the Bengals' defense has been lights out in this playoffs, there's no question about that. I mean, their last two performances alone were insane. I think we kind of have to take in consideration Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller. Like, they're going against these superstars. So it's going to be a lot harder for guys like Jamar Chase, guys like T. Higgins to go off when, number one, they got to go against an elite secondary. But, number two, Burrow's not going to have enough time to look down the field and see him on a lot of occasions. So it's going to be a lot harder for someone, especially like Jamar Chase. I mean, to get one of those long bombs, Burrow's going to have to have enough time in the pocket to let the play develop. So how do you guys think that aspect will affect the game? See what it might the f- early on. Yeah, the thing is, I'm curious to see if the Rams really are going to like either put Ramsey on T. Higgins and take him out and then double coverage on Chase, like to just you know kind of eliminate those two and make Tyler Boyd make all the plays, or if they're just going to right out the gate put Ramsey on Chase. And you know, Ramsey is probably the best corner in the league, but. You know, we've seen him be human, like in against Mike Evans when he got burnt there for the touchdown. So, I mean, as much as I think Ramsey could can you know shut down Chase and be that guy, I don't think it's out of the possibilities that he lets up a big play or two, and you know that could be the whole difference in the game. And the thing about it is, I mean, like we've been saying, Tyler Boyd is like a threat, and you know if they just hit him underneath all day with these quick routes while they're shutting down the guys going deep, I mean. They can just slowly go down the field at that point with Mixon running the ball 
I I think the Bengals just provide a very interesting counter to the superstars that the Rams have. I think the key to the game for the Bengals on offense is Joe Mixon. Because I thought that he was the best player out there on offense for the Bengals against the Chiefs because he had some big-time runs in that game to extend drives. And I feel like if he can do that against the Rams, if he can pop off for a couple 20-plus-yard runs, I feel like that can change the game. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. There's playmakers on both sides of the field. It just depends who decides to step up and do it. And I just, based on everything I've seen, like Joe Burrow seems to be that guy. I I would agree. I mean, I think Burrow honestly has exceeded all of our expectations this year. I mean, he's up there in that fringe top five quarterbacks right now. I mean, I'm not trying to get into a huge who's top five, who's not debate. But, I mean, besides Rodgers, Mahomes, and Allen, he's pretty much up there with everyone else. I'd still put Herbert over him. But besides those three that I named before, Herbert, I feel like you can argue Joe Burrow against anyone in the league. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, I mean, we've been talking about you know, the O-line giving him time. He can buy time. That's a very underrated skill. I think that's one of the best skills Joe has is he's had since college. Is he has this like feeling, like a sixth sense of like where the pressure is coming from. He kind of has a good feel of when to roll out and all that. I think that's a very underrated part of his game that – you know, makes them that much more dangerous, especially, you know, against that defensive backs who have to hold on to coverage longer. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And, you know, I think honestly, if I were the Bengals, I would watch a ton of tape on the 49ers because they actually did a really good job until the fourth quarter of containing that Rams pass rush. And I know they're much more run heavy offense and it's going to be hard for the Bengals with a far inferior offensive line to go out there and run a game plan, anything close to what the 49ers had. But I mean, you got to kind of watch and see what Kyle Shanahan did because Kyle Shanahan has always had the Rams number, even though the Rams beat him this past time, that's kind of like a Georgia Alabama situation where after like seven or eight matchups, you know, one team just kind of gets the edge. You know, you can't beat the same team forever. Eventually, that team, like McVeigh, he's a great coach in his own right. He stepped up, finally got over that Shanahan hump. But, I mean, overall, Shanahan has had his way with the Rams. And the Rams had to come back at the end. I mean, it was 17-7. to You know, the 49ers were on the cusp of a Super Bowl. And if Jimmy G hadn't, you know, you had to put out an APB for him in the fourth quarter, if he had stepped up, we might be talking about a completely different Super Bowl. So I feel like if you're the Bengals, you kind of have to come in, to come in with something similar to what the 49ers had because, I mean, they were able to buy Jimmy G some time in that game. Yeah, I, I, it's, I think it's just oof. I, I don't – the Bengals really probably – you're right. I think they should definitely look at that 49ers tape. But I'm curious about what y'all think. Who do you think is like the more important weapon here for the Rams? Like OBJ or Cooper Cup? Like who would you be like I know Cooper Cup's had this historical season, he's been the guy all year. But OBJ is one of those guys where, you know, superstars make plays, you know, when they really need to, and he's been a superstar for a while now. You know, I think Cooper Cup is probably the guy, but if OBJ gets it going, you know, I think he has a really good chance to kinda of like take this game over. OBJ is more important because he can also lose the game for the Rams. Mm. Like we've seen it happen before. 
How many times have we seen OBJ have multiple drops in the game? Like, That's true. That's but he true. can also get 200 receiving yards easily. Yeah, and – you know, I definitely see that point. And for me, Lucas, I would say, you know, Cooper Cup this year was the best in the NFL. He's the offensive player of the year more than likely. No question about it. But I think Odell, I would be, you know, if I was on that Bengals coaching staff, I would be more worried about Odell. Because, I mean, if Cooper Cup beats you, that just is what it is. He had an incredible year. He's probably the best receiver right now, or at least one B to Devontae Adams 1A. I mean, if he beats you, so be it. But if Odell goes out there and absolutely cooks you because you put too much pressure on Cooper Cup, then you really can't live with that. You know, if Odell goes off for 150 yards and two touchdowns and has a vintage New York Giant Odell performance, that's something that's kind of hard to deal with. Because if Cooper Cup, like I said, beats you, so be it. But Odell, he is such a scary weapon, and that's why he went to the Rams because when you walk up in there as the wide receiver two, but you're still getting yours. Unlike in Cleveland when he was the wide receiver 1A with Jarvis Landry, I mean, Jarvis Landry would be getting, you know, targets four or five yards out from the line of scrimmage. Odell wasn't getting targeted. He's out here in L.A. Cooper Cup's getting a lot of those shorter yard, short yardage kind of receptions. Odell's going downfield. So if Odell gets three or four receptions in this game, they're all going to probably go for 20 or 30 yards, maybe even more. So it's going to be easy for Odell to get over 100 yards if he gets a couple receptions. And also, he gets a couple big touchdowns, he'll be in the running for Super Bowl MVP. So I'd be more worried about Odell just because we all expect Cooper Cup to get 100 yards, to get eight or nine receptions. But Odell, all it's going to take is three or four receptions, maybe five receptions. He could have well over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I was curious because, like, I was thinking about it. It's like it's one of those where it's like, you know, who's like, like this guy, like Cooper Cup's the more valuable player, but who's like the more important player? Yeah, you know, I think OBJ is that guy because I mean OBJ's come up big with like touchdowns in the red zone for a lot of these games and has developed a pretty good connection with Matthew Stafford. That it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of returns to that vintage Giants OBJ where he just kind of like takes over the game and you can't really stop him. He goes on like a hot streak or something. But like Jackson said, you know, if he drops a couple, then, you know, he could be in for a long day. You know, something interesting I wanted to point out before we pick the game and pick our Super Bowl MVP. Both these offenses average 27.1 points per game in the regular season. The same, as, the same amount of points. So for all the talk about how talented the Rams are on offense and how the Rams have a bunch of superstars, the Bengals scored just as many points as they did during the regular season. So I think that's just kind of an interesting perspective stat when people talk about the Rams like they're so much more, so much superior than the Bengals on offense, when really on offense they both performed at the exact same level in the regular season. Yeah. But with that being said – it's time for us to pick the game. Now, Jackson, I'm going to give it to you first. Who you got winning, and what's your score? Bengals, 27-23, Joe wow. Burrow, Super Bowl MVP. Wow. Okay. Okay, I like the score. It's a little low scoring, but, but I like the score. Yeah. Hmm. It's I actually got... above the over-under. Oh, oh really? yeah, because over-under is like 48, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, I'd hit the over on that. I'd hit the over uh, and Bengals plus four. Pause. 
Bengals plus four because the reason I'm doing that is I, this is one of those, like, you know, we've talked about gut picks all year. And I've been leading up. I've been like, the Rams, Rams got to win this, right? They have all, like, do the thing where you just list out players. You can list out more Rams players than you can Bengals players. That's just kind of common fact. But I think the Bengals got something going this year, and I don't think it stops. And I think they go past the finish line. I got the Bengals. Wow. 34 27. Wow, that's crazy, Lucas. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure you were going to go with the Rams. Man, I am shocked. It's wow. one of those where I I had the rooting interest for the Bengals from the jump. And I mean, it's one of those Super Bowls where I I'm completely happy with either side. You know, normally you have like the villain, you know, a guy you don't like or oh, there's a villain. Like. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> he is a Cam Akers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Personally. <laughs> "Quote unquote Achilles injury," <laughs> <laughs> but for me personally, I don't have like a true. You know, Matthew Stafford wins a Super Bowl, Joe Burrow wins a Super Bowl, and you know, it's kind of been rooting for the Bengals because they're the underdog, and you know, they just that are very likable, likable. You know, the lovable losers of how like the past like ten years, twenty years, thirty years, you know, whatever you want to say. And I don't know. It's just as the week's gone on, I just. I think the Bengals' offense just provides a certain, a certain solution to how that Rams' defense plays. In you know, it's just a purely gut pick, and I just ride with Joe Burrow. <sighs> All right, now I hear what you both are saying. I do. You know, the Bengals have had a Cinderella story of a postseason run, a Cinderella season, even honestly, winning ten games. Joe Burrow putting up great stats. Jamar Chase having one of the most prolific wide receiver rookie seasons we've ever seen. I got respect for the Bengals. You know, I hate them. They're a huge rival to my Steelers, but I respect them because it's honestly been an incredible run for a franchise that's been in the gutter for a while since Andy Dalton. But I have to go with the Rams in this one because I just feel like they have the better roster. I feel like they have the better head coach. And I feel like while Burrow right now is a slightly better quarterback than Stafford, Stafford spent 11 seasons in Detroit, man. I feel like he's in L.A. now. He knows this is his one shot at a Super Bowl championship. And I feel like he is not going to let it slip. I feel like he is going to play a great game. Cooper Cup is going to step up. Odell is going to have some really big plays. Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, Ashawn Robinson. That defensive front is going to eat the Bengals' offensive line alive. I think Jalen Ramsey's going to have a pick. I think the Rams are going to win this one 33 to 24. And I honestly don't think it's going to be as close as the score seems. I think at first it'll be like a little close, you know, like 7 7, 10 10, 14 14 type of ball game. But I think as it goes into the second half and as the third quarter progresses, I just feel like the Rams are going to kind of pull away and emphatically win because I just feel like for the Bengals, eventually the cream rises to the top and I don't think they have enough talent to hang with a team as just stacked with talent as the Rams. So I got to go in this one, as I said, 33, 24 Rams win. Matthew Stafford gets his Super Bowl. Odell Cooper cup. It's going to be crazy. I think in LA and that's a big factor too. it being in LA, their home stadium, they're comfortable there. They're in front of their people. I feel like the Rams win. But with that being said, it's time to pick our Super Bowl MVP. So, Jackson, again, I'm going to throw this to you. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? Joe Burrow. 
It's kind of a basic pick. I respect it, though. <laughs> it's the only answer. Well, not the only answer, but I I think that's probably that most likely be the popular choice, and that would probably be my pick. But I'll switch it up here. I think Joe Mixon could very well be the X factor for the Bengals offense, and you know if he gets on the red zone, scores like three total touchdowns, like a you know catch and two rushing. I I could see him stealing it. I got to go with Cam Akers. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I'm 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 playing. I'm playing. I just had to say that to get a rise out of Jackson. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I heard in my entire life. I'm going with Cooper Cup. You know, I think Stafford's going to have a good game, but I feel like Cooper Cup is going to go off in this game. I got him having 150 yards and a touchdown. I feel like he's going to make his presence felt from the opening kickoff. I feel like Cooper Cup's going to have a huge game, and he's just had such an incredible season. I feel like he'll cap it off with the Super Bowl MVP. Kind of like Julian Edelman's Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago. I feel like, you know, kind of a sneaky athletic receiver comes in, kind of an underdog, gets that, you know, Super Bowl MVP. And honestly, man, I just love Cooper Cup, so I hope he wins Super Bowl MVP. But that's my pick. You said sneaky athletic just because he's white. <laughs> I, I see that. how you like, beat that. You, like, tried to slip that in there. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. a good game though man i'm excited for it i really hope so i really hope like it's not one of those super bowls where we just kind of like turn it off at halftime like it's one of those like we we have it on but it's like we're just doing other things i was talking with some friends earlier and the one thing i said was i hate to say it but with all these close games in the playoffs so far, we're kind of due for a blowout or due for a less interesting game. And I just hope that's not the case. You know, I hope that this incredible trend continues. But statistically, it is not to sound like a nerd, but statistically, it is kind of unlikely that this is like another, you know, Chiefs uh, Bills or, you know, one of like a Rams and 40 or not Rams and 49ers. Rams 49ers is a great game, but Rams and Buccaneers was obviously like one of the games of this playoffs. But it's just really unlikely that that kind of incredible classic game trend continues. Yeah, well, you know, I got my money on a Bengals blowout, hopefully, if I get lucky. <laughs> you picked them by four. Yeah. I was <laughs> sure. <laughs> But, okay, one last question before we get out of here for the both of you. Because, obviously, I'm picking the Rams 33-24, so my answer is pretty much locked in. But if the game is a blowout, do you think that means the Bengals win or the Rams win? Even though you guys picked the Bengals, if the game is like a absolute drubbing blowout, who who do you think has been the champion? Uh, the Rams. Yeah. Because I feel like if it's ever a blowout, I feel like it's always the favorite. Like, we're yeah. – like. The, the the underdog kind of like the way they win is they like they kind of just keep it close and then they pull away at the end. Yeah, but, but if you're like the favorite, it, I feel like if you win by a blowout, you know you're you're winning like as a favorite. Backfield boys, all right.